You are Locked On Wolverines, your daily podcast on the Michigan Wolverines, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Happy Wednesday. We are back and we are doing it. The Locked On Wolverines podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it is your team every day. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, the network is. We're still, we still had some struggle days last week, but we're back this week and we are, uh, we're going to try to fit in four, uh, this week if possible, even though we're starting on Wednesday, we're going to try to double up probably on Friday. That's the goat, the goal. I was going to say the goal and the hope that's the GOAT. Anyway, uh, let's get to it. I want to discuss some recruiting things. I don't know why I'm looking at my uh, computer because I don't need it. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, for obviously we, we have some things that we need to talk about that we haven't talked about CJ Carr committing to Notre Dame. Why? I don't think that's that big of a deal overall. Uh, I spoke to actually starting to get kind of into recruiting again, personally, uh, mean, meaning that we've got some, uh, official visit reactions from last week. We're still trying to get more. Uh, we'll try to get as many as we can coming out of this next week as well. So we'll talk a little bit about what I learned, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, but there, there's a lot that's, uh, that's going on when it comes to Michigan football. But before we get to all of it, I do want to give you the disclaimer that, listen, I, I see people online, on the internet, freaking out over some recruiting stuff because Michigan hasn't gotten a recruitment in a couple months. Benjamin Hall being the last one. They're like Michigan State's cleaning up. Michigan State's getting a four-star every other day, yada, yada, yada. Listen, we go through this every single year. If you've been listening to this program for any length of time, and, you know, we've been doing this since 2018, Locked on Wolverines podcast, uh, but we started it in September after week three, I believe. So we've had the, the summer of 2019 the summer of 2020, and the summer of 2021. I believe, I'm not mistaken, certainly the last two years, but maybe the last three years, I have had this very, I don't think the, the, the 2019, maybe that was the one that they, we didn't have to have this disclaimer, but there is zero reason to be freaking out because this happens every single year, every single year. There has not been a year in which fans are like, oh, man, I'm, I guess the only exception being to some degree, a little bit. And even then, people were, were freaking out. J.J. McCarthy's class and Chris Hitton's class. Because those, they, but even them, like I remember the J.J. McCarthy class were coming into, two, you know, 2021 or whatever the class that was, or it was 2020. And I remember it was the same deal as people were like, ooh, I don't know about this. I guess that would have been 2020. People were like, oh, they haven't gotten a recruit in a while, and they even they've got the five-star, but I don't need. It's the same thing every year. So I think it's weird that people continue to struggle with this because it's it's the same thing every single year. Without fail, Michigan gets the bulk of its class in from mid to late 
June forward. And I remember in 2019, yeah, people were freaking out in 2019. Because I remember in 2019, everyone was like, where are the commits? And then suddenly, there was like eight commits in seven days. And, you know, they, the, some of them didn't end up sticking or they ended up transferring out already. But in the, that class, you had guys like A.J. Henning and Jordan Morant and all of these guys. And people were like, oh, wow, man, I feel really good about the class. Happens every single year. You look back to last year, people were freaking out at, at the same time. And then you get to an early signing day and people are like, "Ooh, I really like how this class turned out. It doesn't matter how you start. It matters how you finish. Every time, without fail. So, the same thing applies this year. And they, they've got a couple good recruits. Hopefully, they can hang on to Raylan Wilson. Uh, I know that that's, uh, that's going to be a struggle. I've heard from a, a good source that it's Georgia that is the scary one, not Florida, even though he's been to Florida a few times. Seems like that's really been piling on is Georgia is the one that has to be worried about. So, with that in mind, yeah, just it's it'll get figured out. You know, it's going to it 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 might feel a little scary for a minute. But they've got a lot of different guys that are certainly going to be in the mix. Some of them are are ones that like and here well, here's the other disclaimer. Let me let me back things up for a second. The other disclaimer is just because a guy is ranked at a certain spot right now, whether it's five star, three star, they very well could go up or down. We've seen it happen a bunch of times. I believe at this time last year, Mason Graham was a three star. And then by the time that he committed, he was a four star. Or by the time, not, not the time he committed, but the time the class was done, he was a four star. And everyone's like freaking out about the idea of him maybe defecting to Washington. At the same time, Keon Sab at this time was a five star. He ended up being a four star. So it 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 can change, right? These things are fluid. They are constantly fluid. And I don't know why we always seem to have forgotten on a year by year basis as to what is going on and how this works, especially at Michigan, because this is when they seem to want to make their push. And when there comes to a lot of bigger guys, you can sit there and complain, hey, they don't have X, they don't have whatever, but a lot of these guys that they're hoping to get haven't decided yet. They they're they're very few, at least in 2023, glaring misses. There have been some misses, absolutely. Jordan Hall going to Michigan State, uh, obviously in 2024, CJ Carr going to Notre Dame. But when it comes to the guys that they really want, they're all pretty much still on the table. So I don't think there's any reason to be concerned if it's November and they're sitting with like 10 commits or something like that. And you know, that isn't a bunch of guys making a decision on early signing day. Yeah. Maybe be concerned, but again, not how you start, how you finish. I don't know why we go through it every single year, but we do. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on. Let's, uh, let's talk about the CJ car situation and get into a bunch more stuff here. Uh, all right, listen, I tried this yesterday for the first time, and it was incredible. Uh, but you know how our friends are built are always coming out with amazing new flavors? Well, this time, Built has truly outdone themselves with their new Mud Pie flavor. I agree. For the first time ever. Built is introducing the new Mud Pie flavor in both the Mud Pie Bar and Mud Pie Puff. 
I loved both of them equally. So whatever that says. Not sure what mud pie tastes like. Well, if you're a chocolate fan, you better sit down for this. The new mud pie bar is rich whipped cream and chocolate mousse smothered in 100% real chocolate topped with cookies and cream crumble. You've got to try mud pie as soon as possible, and you need to hurry because the mud pie bar and mud pie puff are only available for a limited time. Visit built.com to taste the deliciousness for yourself. Not convinced? Well, we saved the best for last. It's actually good for you. No, really, it is. All built products are low calorie, high protein, low sugar. Mud pie is packed with 16 grams of protein and only 150 calories and 8 grams of sugar. I had two back to back. I had one of each back to back. So good meal replacement situation as well. Uh, it's like your mom baked the most deliciously creamy chocolate mud pie and wrapped it up just for you. Mud pie bars and puffs are available at built.com right now, but they're going fast because they are delicious. Like all built bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they're healthy and tasty. What's great about built is that all their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You're going to love the new mud pie built bar and built puff. Whether you need a snack for your workout or late night treat or just need to grab a quick bite, built is the perfect protein bar and they taste better than candy bar. Chocolate mousse, whipped cream, cookies and cream crumble. Stop drooling. Get to built.com. Order your box of mud pie bars and puffs now. You won't regret it. Go to built.com. Use the promo code LOCK15. Get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, after a battery change, we are back. See me sliding in, coming out of the break there. So, CJ Carr made the decision to go to Notre Dame. Uh, and obviously, there's been something of a meltdown there, because especially considering it's Lloyd Carr's grandson. That makes sense, of course, right? Because that's not an ideal situation to have a legacy guy who frequently beat Notre Dame, his grandson end up going to Notre Dame of all schools. Um, I think because it's a rival, that's one thing. Obviously I think fans thought like, well, CJ Carr is clearly in the bag. It didn't really seem like Michigan was really pursuing him super hard though. You know, that's the thing. And for all of the kind of, consternation that's come from the fan base CJ came out and said hey you know what we really weren't I wasn't really you know planning on going to one of the in-state schools I wanted to get out of Dodge always be a Michigan man but I got to get out of here what is basically I'm paraphrasing that's basically what he said so 
is what it is. And it sounds like he might reclassify to 2023. It's it's never a good thing. Let's let's just face facts. It's never a good thing to lose a five star in your backyard. One that's the grandson of a longtime head coach and a guy who's still around the program. No, that's not good. But sometimes just it doesn't matter what uh you know, how how many ties a kid has. They want to forge their own legacy. Think about uh the Mallory kid who ended up going to Miami. That was a similar situation. He was a four star, of course. Um but uh yeah that sometimes that's just how it goes. That <laughs> that's just the way the news goes, in the words of Rick and Morty, Rick Sanchez there. But, uh, no, it's not an ideal situation, of course. But it isn't the end of the world. It'll happen from time to time. If Michigan can get Dante Moore, then in a way, no harm, no foul. And just as much, if Michigan can get Jaden Davis, who last week was, uh, he was another five-star. Some consider him to be the best quarterback in the 2024 class. He's already got a prediction that he'll come to Michigan uh, by one of the three services. I don't remember which. Uh, and uh, he was at a camp in Las Vegas wearing Michigan shoes and a Michigan towel. Michigan's working really hard on him, the South Carolina prospect. I think it's South Carolina. And uh, so with that in mind, yeah, sometimes, guess what? You win some, you lose some, and if Michigan ends up getting a guy that's kind of the same caliber, then cool. But you know what? Not every school is going to get every guy. The thing that sucks of course, is quarterback's the most important position. It's a five-star that's been very rare that there's been five stars coming out of the the area. So, yeah, you want to go and get the five stars that are in your area. But at the same time, just get a good player. If you can get a guy that's equal or you like it just as much, and if it seems like Michigan wasn't really that into him, then it is what it is, especially if it is – I'm not trying to justify it. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be like, oh, Michigan wasn't that into him. I'm not making excuses here. I'm saying these are all, all things seem to be true. Michigan wasn't that into him. He also wasn't going to play. He didn't want to play in state. Okay. So go and get a guy that you want that can be really good. And hope that that works out. Uh, Michigan likely won't play against him lest uh, they meet Notre Dame in the playoff or a bowl game. So, really no harm, no foul. Get Dante Moore. Get Jaden Davis. Get whoever else that you can to fill out this class. I'm like leaning over if you're watching the video because the microphone just will not stay up. I don't know what. It was doing fine all day as I worked on music stuff. All right, there we go. Hopefully it stays up here. Not hunched over. You get a little extra when you're watching on video. But kudos to the old school podcast listeners instead of the watchers. Anyhow, so yeah, it's uh, it's not ideal. It is what it is. Move on. There's there's other fish in the sea, so to speak, and Michigan seems like it's in it for one of the big fish. So that's super good news. You know what I mean? Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's start in on some of the guys that I talked to and uh, just kind of my general impressions uh, as well as just kind of things I've heard from going from there, and we'll probably do a lot of touch them all here because we got 
half of this segment and then a full next segment before we whatever but uh well you know what let's just do it in the next segment because we've, we've been going for about five six minutes so we can we'll finish out with that in segment three and talk about the guys that I spoke to how I feel about about them and uh, all of that. So that coming up, and that will close us out. A little more tampering with the microphone, but we're back. <laughs> You're doing it. Anyway, uh, so uh, I spoke to, I think, four or five guys. I'd have to double check here. Let's let's get this let's get this pulled up so I know that we where we're at here. Uh yeah, so I, I spoke to uh Caden McDonald, to Paul Mubanga, Frederick Moore, Logan Howland, Christopher Tarek. So uh those five guys. So let's let's go through uh the big one being uh Caden McDonald, the defensive tackle from uh from Georgia. He's from uh North Gwinnett and uh he uh, uh he was awesome he was an awesome guy to talk to I could have talked to him forever um but uh we, we had like three minutes or three four minutes normally I'm like all right let's just get into it and we were just talking a bunch of stuff because he's just a cool dude uh but uh he wanted me to know over and over again like listen I am not stuck down here in Georgia. Yeah, some of these schools like Georgia and all these other ones they want me but I I am feeling Michigan and what I hear on the street, meaning from a really good source, is that uh, that the mother was just as wowed by uh, what he about what she saw when she came on the official visit to Ann Arbor. So uh, that's really good news. That was an unofficial visit, by the way. He's going to come back two more times. He's come back for the barbecue at the big house in July, and then he's going to come back again. Uh, for the Hawaii game as an official visit, but he's like, yeah, I am feeling Michigan. Michigan is something that I am. I'm all about what they have to offer at. We hear guys say academics all the time. He seems serious. My only consternation there is he said he wants to st study broadcasting. And anytime any guy says that, like, I'm like, because Michigan doesn't really have a broadcasting school. They have a film school, which is where I got my degree in, where they have communications, but not broadcasting. They're not going to, they have theater. But those are all very different things, right? That's not typical broadcasting. So I'll be curious. They, now, you could go to Wolf TV and learn broadcasting there. It's not a program. It's like an extracurricular. I don't know how much time that a player has for something like that. But they have, uh, they have that. So that, there's that. I feel pretty good about, about that. If, if that's one of those ones where if I had a crystal ball, I'd probably put it in for Michigan. But he's a ways away. He's not deciding until October. Uh, Frederick Moore. Wide receiver from St. Louis. Uh, he's a fast guy. Runs like an 11 and a half, uh, 100 meter dash. Uh, so not quite Xavier Worthy type speed, but pretty close. Very close. One second slower. Um, he's a guy that other people have put crystal balls in. Uh, four across uh, crystal balls on, on three recruiting prediction machine and rivals future cast. Uh, they seem to really be putting in for Frederick Moore. Again, I've, I don't really have much to say except for he was... He really was blown away. Really, they said that he can really fill a Andrell Anthony type role. Uh, that and that's what, kind of what he's looking for. He's looking for an offense where he can be versatile and such. And it seems like Michigan is offering him that. So he was really pleased with that. Again, word on the street. 
feeling pretty good. Actually, I think most of these guys feels pretty good. Paul Mubanga is the other one, another one. The rest are the offensive linemen, three offensive linemen. Um, Paul Mubanga came back for the second time, uh, and uh, he came for the spring game, and then he he was back now for his official visit. He uh, spent a lot of time just trying to kind of learn more about the support systems, the academics, all that kind of stuff, and came away feeling really good. Uh, I know he's got a couple more visits, but it just, again, another one that Michigan really seems to be in the lead for. Uh, Logan Howland uh, spent a lot of time with Jim Harbaugh. All, all, all three of these uh, offensive linemen are three stars. Uh, Logan Holland spent a lot of time with Jim Harbaugh. Said he didn't really feel like uh, he, like he was talking to a big time head coach. That they talked mostly life football. And uh, and Christopher Tarek said that he really liked the energy that he felt on the visit. Now, all five guys said one variation of the same thing, and that's that they could feel that the players were leading the charge in the sense of they wanted to win, that they're hungry, and they could sense that from their, uh, their visit. And that they, that they just really felt like the sense of like, man, these players want it so bad. And, you know, some of these guys like uh, Caden McDonald said, hey, you know, Michigan's going to win a championship in the next couple of years. And it's like, because he sees not only what the coaches are doing, but what the players are doing. That I think is going to have an impact in a way. Like, it, I think it's really funny when you look around, you see, see around and you see that there are all of these different, you know, predictors out there that don't really have Michigan as one of the top programs in college football at the moment. And I say that, but you know, it's still Lindy's, which who I write for, uh, their preview magazine and as well as Athlon have, uh, uh, they have their preview magazines out and they have Michigan finishing second in the big 10. Okay, fine, whatever. And obviously after last year, that's not where anyone wants to be, but that's clearly they, they don't think Michigan's an also ran, but I th- you're starting to see these players really, or these recruits seeing that the players have that seriousness about them. They feel like the coaching staff is great. Um, I'll, I'll, it's, it's almost like they were given a script when I talked to some of these guys. Because when I talk to some of them, they'd all say the same thing. You know, it's Michigan's one of the best schools in the country, public schools in the country. Okay, every every single one, I think all five of them said Michigan's one of the best public univer is the best public university or one of the best public universities in the country. All five of them mentioned the energy they saw from the players. Uh, all five of them talked about uh, just how they feel like it's the right coaching staff. Um, and and even the ones the coaches we don't know as well. Like Elston and uh, Jesse Minter made a huge, huge impact on these visits. That's, I, you know, I, I went to ask, uh, I, you know, I went to ask, and, and, and Strowan Moore too, because when I asked Frederick Moore about uh, Ron Bellamy, he's like, yeah, I've got, I got a relationship with Ron, but let's talk about Strowan Moore. When I asked about Mike Elston uh, to Caden uh, McDonald, he's like, like, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Mike in a moment, but I, I really, really, really like Jesse Minter. So everyone kind of has the same thing. And every time that I've noticed in my years of covering recruiting, almost always when, a, when players are almost spouting what sounds like program propaganda, it's almost always good news for the Wolverines. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Tomorrow we're going to get go back to the, uh, to the mailbag that we didn't do last week. 
So we'll do that and uh, we'll go from there. And then we'll, we'll probably start on the defensive ends and defensive line as separate podcasts on, uh, on Friday, unless there's other news that we need to talk about. All right, but thank you for watching and or listening. Again, sorry for the hiatus. Had a couple bad days last week, but we're back on track now. Uh, so anyway, thank you again. We will talk to you soon. Peace. <laughs>